Today's episode of Inside Gaming Daily is sponsored by Arizona Circle, a new Rooster Teeth production made by a lot of the Funhouse guys and gals and Lauren Sontag from Inside Gaming. Um, you can watch the first episode for free right now on roosterteeth.com. Hey everyone, welcome back to Inside Gaming Daily for Friday. Yes! 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 God, yes, it's Friday. It's the Lord's Day. Where the hell did you come from? Is anyone left in charge of Anthem? The guy who apparently everyone thought was running the game just announced that he's leaving Bioware. Yeah, cue the sinking ship memes. Are there sinking ship memes? Yeah, we get like one of those like ship whistles that's like, Ooh. it's like the thing that blew when Captain Crunch like burst in the wall and the kids oh were like, crunch it does me. That just like brought back so many bad childhood memories I had had repressed. Chad Robertson, the director of live services at Bioware announced yesterday in a tweet that this is his last week at Bioware after 14 years years of the company. He wrote that Star Wars, The Old Republic, Anthem, The Austin Studio, and Bioware are in good hands. You can expect great things ahead. He added, I join as a fan now and look forward to playing Bioware games for years to come. I'm very excited about the next step of my journey in the game industry and look forward to sharing that soon. Translation, have fun guys, I've got a new I job. I am the hell out of here. That announcement caught a lot of people by surprise, right Brian? Yeah, because Robertson seemed to be the one running Anthem. Not that anyone wants that job at this point, but the most recent blog post about Anthem came from Robertson. He was basically the public face of the game at this point. Again, not that anyone wants to be the public face of Anthem, but he definitely was. That reluctant captain of the Titanic that's just like, <laughs> God, I can't believe I just took this job three days ago and now I have to go down with this ship. Just watching the iceberg get closer and closer. He points his pistol at the window and is just like, just <laughs> let it happen. Let it take me. The icy waters. As for who is taking over now, Bioware hasn't actually said anything. The last post from Anthem's official Twitter account was a lore story that was based on the game's universe. Oh my god, shout out to the one person writing Anthem fanfiction. It's just this empty office Ooh. with tumbleweeds rolling through it. One like super horned up yeah. dude in the corner. It's like, and then she took her chest piece off. Now we reached out to EA to see who's the boss at Anthem, but we haven't actually heard back yet. They're too busy jumping off the ship. <laughs> Burning it At this point, maybe no one wants to be in charge of Anthem, and I mean, who can really blame them? Anthem struggles have been well documented at this point. It released in February, and despite selling millions of copies, it struggled immediately out of the gate. It made headlines for all the wrong reasons. Buggy gameplay, not enough things to do, and other issues that led players to feel like they'd bought a game that just wasn't finished. Because it wasn't. <laughs> No. <laughs> yeah, that's why they felt that way. They were exactly right. And it didn't get any better from there, right, Brian? Time and time again over the last several months, the development team, they've had to prioritize fixing basic issues over adding new content. It's been a vicious cycle. They haven't gotten the core gameplay right, so they can't add anything to it. So it hasn't really gone anywhere. Publicly though, EA and Bioware have said they aren't abandoning the game. Yeah, CEO Andrew Wilson has publicly admitted that Anthem's launch, quote, did not meet our expectations. Oh, wow. <laughs> That is definitely sure to be the understatement of the year. He did say back in May that EA is committed to supporting Anthem over the long term. I wonder if he used finger quotes around all those words. I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> at all as he's exiting the, the door like we are committed to this for the long hey, everyone, term. everyone, thanks for joining our monthly stand-up meeting. I am extremely committed to Anthem in the long term. As he's being lowered down into a lifeboat. You guys got this. 
Right? You got it. Since then, top Bioware folks have continued to say that they're not going to abandon Anthem. In September, Bioware GM Casey Hudson wrote in his blog that they have a big team working on Anthem in both their Austin and Edmonton offices. Back in May, Robertson tweeted that they were 100% committed to Anthem and were looking forward to showing players the next content that we're working on. Why are they saying all these things that like everyone's leaving? It doesn't make sense. I think it's like when you're at the end of a relationship and you just break up and make up a few times, but it's like, you know where this is going. Oh my God, that's such a good way to put it. I'm just so toxic for me, but I just can't quit you, baby. Robertson added that along with lead producer Ben Irving and I, we've got a big team between Austin and Edmonton focused and motivated for improving the game. We appreciate your support and for being on this journey with us. Oh, well, actions tend to speak louder than words. And about three months after that tweet, Irving announced that he was leaving. Because <sighs> of course he is. Onto those Dragon Age pastors. On the way out the door, Brian, what did he say? He said Anthem had a bright future. So everyone was reassured by that and Anthem never had any problems again. After Irving left, Robertson seemed to take control. And mid-September, Robertson posted a blog on Bioware's official site that was called, What is Next for Anthem? At that point, the game was coming to the end of its first major event, Cataclysm. It got mixed reviews, but at least it was something for the remaining audience to play. Robertson assured fans that more content was coming, even though they were ditching the game's axe structure so they could work on core issues with the game. I feel like that's saying two different things. So. <laughs> the game just needs to take a little time to work on itself. Some took that as a sign that they were finally giving up on Anthem. Robert signed off by saying, I don't have any news today to share about the long-term changes we're bringing to Anthem. What I can say is that we will continue to engage with you, our community, when we can show you what is coming. Coming. And then less than a month and a half later, he was gone too. Oh God. They always leave. The lifeboats are fully uh, gone. Everyone that's left is just looking for pieces of doors to hang on to. I picture Anthem in a bed, like with the sheets pulled up going, why do they always leave? The last person left is the nurse who's gonna pull the life support. <laughs> Today's episode of Inside Gaming Daily is sponsored by Arizona Circle, a new Rooster Teeth production. This has been a long time in the making. Funhouse has been full steam ahead on it, especially James and Elise. Lawrence has had a lot to do with it as well. It's a new sketch comedy show following the smash hit success of last year's Unforgettable Pilot. And the full seven episode season of Arizona Circle airs weekly only on roosterteeth.com. Arizona Circle is silly, irreverent, flat out, morally decrepit. That's quite a quite a description there. This is one show that's not afraid to push the boundaries and limits of what unattractive people can accomplish. That was really mean, and <laughs> I'm sorry that I had to read that. Arizona Circle is inspired by the innovative shows that all these people love. Um, there's listed SNL, Key and Peele, The Whitest Kids You Know, Monty Python's Flying Circus. That is quite the lineup. Each hilarious episode will leave viewers with a lasting feeling of, what the f did I just watch? I don't know about you guys, but that's the kind of content I like to consume. Have you ever wanted to see Blaine in a fat suit? I definitely have. At least it's a clairvoyant ghost hunter. I definitely want to see that. Or Josh in a diaper? I have seen that and I don't want to see it ever again. If you missed the Arizona Circle pilot episode, you can actually watch it for free on Rooster right now. While you're there, you can sign up for your free one week trial membership of FIRST to watch the new episodes of Arizona Circle the day they premiere. FIRST is a great way to just support the team here and at Rooster Teeth. Um, it's a great way to catch exclusive content as well. So don't miss Arizona Circle, out right now on roosterteeth.com. So where does all this leave Anthem, Brian? Not in a good place, Autumn. Currently, they've got a Halloween event going called Season of Skulls, but that's basically just a reskin of Cataclysm. Yeah, but that's a way cooler name. It is a way cooler Season name. Season of Skulls? They should have named the 
game, man. Like we said at this point, we don't really know who's running the show at Anthem. It's hard not to assume that it's just a skeleton crew right now while everyone else has moved on to the next Dragon Age. Meanwhile, there aren't a lot of people left who are actually playing the game. Bioware hasn't released any player numbers, but back in May, we did a video noting that the game had dropped out of the most played games on Xbox, where they list about 50 of the most popular games, and it's still not there. What? No way! Are you telling me that when we saw the game having 63 active viewers on Twitch a few months ago, that that number's gotten lower? It's gotten worse. We'll get there. When Anthem launched, its popularity immediately spiked at more than 330,000 viewers and more than 4,200 channels streaming it. Meanwhile, if we go over to the most popular games on Twitch, it is See? not any better. There were just 13 people watching Anthem oh streams this morning on Friday, November 1st, 2019 in the year of our Lord. And I doubt it streams plural. It's probably just one. Bioware headquarters, they've just got like multiple, they've got like a, like a <laughs> LAN set up just to like have IPs like on the stream. At this point, Anthem streams are probably just somehow a way to launder like Russian drug money or something. <laughs> That's the only watch. <laughs> Using Anthem server space to do Bitcoin. It's how ISIS is electing their new leader. God bless. Thank you for Ooh, your service, Anthem. Bless you, Captain Crush. <laughs> As for Robertson leaving Bioware, we checked Anthem's subreddit, and some people were actually surprisingly happy with the news, right, Brian? Yeah, user King James Coop wrote, I'm perfectly happy with the launch team leaving and being replaced. Maybe they will bring in loot experts to revamp the game. But others brought up the unavoidable question, which was, are they still 100% committed to Anthem? Something tells me maybe not. <laughs> Another poster named From What I Can Gather wrote, actions speak louder than words. People don't just leave, and and get cut from successful projects. You always want to leave on a civil note with well wishes, but if this doesn't tell people exactly what's going on with the future of Anthem, I don't know what else will. I'm really surprised that there is any optimism in this move. Like this to me only signals a nail in the coffin. Oh yeah, I mean honestly, it's, some of that is completely understandable, especially if you spent 60 bucks on this game. Yeah, it makes sense you'd want it to like continue on. You'd want to hold on to that hope as long as you possibly could. Mm, yeah. And there were so many expectations for Anthem. It was supposed to be Bioware's big live service game, its version of Destiny. And while it didn't have a great launch, that's not unheard of. I mean, Destiny 1 and 2 both struggled out of the gate, especially in the content department. But Bungie stuck with them and ended up giving players enough to chew on, unlike Anthem, where nobody has anything to chew on. Picturing like Anthem fans is like little dogs. Please give me a bone. And it's like, no. No, we're still figuring out how to make dogs. <laughs> He got, he got Zach with that one. Anthem struggled, but its follow-up was lackluster too. Tell us a little bit about that, Brian. There just hasn't been a lot of content. Again, the developers have had to keep working on core problems of the game, so you can't add to it. Bioware and EA have kept saying they were committed to Anthem, but the end result is not really promising. You can keep saying you're gonna work on your communication issues, you're gonna work on your desires to go off right. canoodling with other women, but if you're not actually taking any action, stop that. Right, I can keep saying I'm gonna learn Spanish, but it's probably not gonna happen. You know how to speak Spanish, Brian? You were dressed up as a Mexican yesterday. Yeah, it's, you, got, you, got, you got some Spanish right next to you. Oh no, I'm gonna get canceled. As a result, you get where we are now. At some point, Bioware is going to pull the plug and stop throwing good money after bad, and it seems like we might already be there. Meanwhile, what does this say about Bioware as a company? Because now they've had two big misses, Anthem and Mass Effect Andromeda, so now there's a ton of pressure on Dragon Age 4. Love me some Andromeda. Uh, yeah, it could be. <laughs> I have to speak to you, quickly. Ha <laughs> ha
Do you see how realistic I'm I am? I'm down the stairs and I'm falling. It honestly just could be make or break time for the studio at this point. As for Anthem, Kotaku did a story on its development and explained why the game was released in such bad shape. Yeah, one dev was quoted as saying, it felt like the entire game was basically built in the last six to nine months. It also described a phrase that the company called Bioware Magic, which is a belief that even if the production is rough, everything will come together at the last minute and things will be fine. Yeah, Bioware Magic is also known as Crunch. <laughs> yeah. Is Captain Crunch public domain now? Certainly not. <laughs> nah, I don't, I don't think so, but damn it, we'll find a way to insert him anyways. Captain Crunch just behind a bunch of people in computers working 12-hour shifts. He's just like walking around the deck of a ship with like all the, like, in the, in the bullpen and he's <laughs> Bioware Magic worked in the past with games like Dragon Age, Inquisition, but it also sounds like Bioware as a company has developed bad development habits around that over the years. It seems like it's finally caught up to them. I feel like Bioware's like me in high school and my mom was always like, you gotta start studying, it's gonna catch up to you in college. And she was right. I had to major in journalism. That happened exactly to me also, except I dropped out of journalism school, so. I also dropped out of journalism school. Oh my no God, way. cool. And now we work at a YouTube channel. <laughs>